0: This is Teenage Scream, where we lovingly dissect the best and the worst of
1: 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry and with me is my co-host Kirsty Logan. Hello, Heather. Hello, Kirsty. How's your mic? Uh, I think it's all right. You got your coffee. I got my coffee. We've got the book. Yeah, tits look good. Tits look good. We're ready. Yeah. We have all one needs (laughs) to conquer the world. Coffee, tits, book. I mean, you've got tits. I've got whatever (laughs) these are. (laughs) All size of tit is beautiful. I mean, they
0: are glorious. I love all sizes. I'm really not fussy. Any kind is nice. I'm, I'm starting to make this sound, we're sitting here with no tops on. We, you not, do, we, you need, know. we need to wear tops to attach our mics. That That's would be really painful reason. if we didn't. <laughs> yeah, just hanging off a nipple. Yeah. Anyway, as we need to go <laughs> on today. Yep. Keeping it nice. It is Monday. What are
1: we doing? <laughs> we are on. It's the sun. I blame the sun. The fact that it yeah. looks like spring. We've gone weird. Makes you go a bit yeah. like a rabbit. I also had a terrible coffee before this one, so I'm probably really like oh, now. Sorry.
0: Yeah, uh, Heather is moving house uh, literally across the road from me. (laughs) I when we were going to put Yeah, (laughs) if I die, she did it. She's a
1: stalker and she did it. You can actually see into your living room (laughs) from one of our new
0: rooms. Yeah, I was like, Heather, you know, live in my area. It's nice. Live Live in my part of Glasgow. It's lovely. You'll really like it. No, no, across the road, literally across the road. It's a nice flat, though. Well, yeah, I mean, touch wood. Yeah, touch wood. But you've gone and scoped out all the coffee
1: shops in the area, yep. which is good. Any Glasgow tips, anyone? Do give me them. Thank you. Share us. Share share, share them with us. Share us. You can have one of us each. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what we're doing today. Well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Today, we're doing The Watcher by Lyle Let <laughs> Yeah, we, we still haven't figured out how to say that. Lyle? Lyle. Lyle? I don't want to be offensive to Miss Litka. I mean, it looks very nice written down. It looks like an anagram.
0: Yeah, I like the way it looks written down. I just don't know how to say it. Lyle Litka. (laughs)
1: Lyle. Lyle. Anyway, we don't need to say it. I know a person whose name is uh, Kale. No, you don't. Which is that spelling, but with a K. K Oh, not like the vegetable. No, although I did think (laughs) it was that Mm -hmm. until they added me on Facebook. Yeah, Kale. Lael,
0: have I told the story about Attractor on the podcast? Pardon? Or have I told you, obviously I haven't. So um, my wife Annie is Catholic and has various uh, wonderful Catholic names in her family. And uh, was this her family or some, some distant relative um, had an auntie called Attractor, which apparently is a kind of Irish Catholic name, <laughs> but the boyfriend heard it as Tractor, like Attractor. And for ages was like, why is she called Tractor? But okay, I guess that's just what her name is. And he sort of didn't want to question it in case it was rude. And then like saw this auntie at a party and was like, oh, hi, Tractor. How are you? And she was like, what did you <laughs>
1: <know?"> <laughs> Fair play. Yeah, it's like, you know, a sumpter. A uh, tractor. Oh, yeah, sumpter, which mm-hmm. I only know from, what was it, that Irish show? Father Ted? No, 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 no. It was on like the BBC. It had someone called a sumpter in it. don't know. Oh, it was about Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. All the information. I know yep. an Irish girl whose name is Cleaner. No. But it's spelt completely differently.
0: Oh, no, though. I bet it looks beautiful written it looks down. Lovely. And then you say it and you're like, oh.
1: Maybe I'm it's Kleena. a cleaner and I've
0: just been doing <laughs> the same thing. Call cool a tractor. What could go wrong?
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: we are on... I'm not even going to say the name the book the Watcher. Yes yeah. point horror colon the Watcher from
1: 1994.
0: Ah okay, good mm-hmm. year um, Do you want to tell me about this cover?
1: Yes, I very much like the cover. Um, even though on your copy it's really badly printed <laughs> so there's just a, yeah. a sheath of white <laughs> down one side that's not the correct word. Oh, a column that's worse than <laughs> a column of white down the right hand side and it, it's moved over so the spine, it also isn't printed correctly. Um, so we're like. I know, and I think there's not, it's not meant to be two different titles like that. I think it's meant to just be printed once rather than printed twice. In no, that's, that's definitely a drop shadow. It's got very really? pointy, spiky writing that says, The Watcher with a green drop shadow. It's very like MS Paint. It's very ugly, isn't it? But so the room that we're in is dark blood red, um, and we're looking at a TV. From behind a vase of dead red roses, and it looks as if the roses are watching the TV to me. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks like Little Shop of Horrors plant. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And what does the tagline say? I can't see from here. Same time, same deadly channel. Quite like that. What's a deadly channel? Doesn't well, make sense. You'll find out when you guess. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That's not a pun. <laughs> I don't think they have to be puns. Same deadly channel. It's better than some. You can't have deadly...
0: You just can't have that. <laughs> Does it mean like a dead channel? Like static? It's not very good. I'm sorry.
1: That's that. That's that I've opinion? Decided, okay? I've decided Fine. it's not very good. Okay. Sorry, I, sorry, I don't like it is what I meant to say. It's awful. It's terrible. Thank you. We
0: don't have to agree with you.
1: <laughs> we can disagree at times. Okay, here we go. Meet
0: CB. She is Cassandra Bly the rich bitch heroine of Lost River, a clearly shit soap opera. Uh, She's just been in a car crash, and she's had a single red rose left on her. But CB is also Catherine Belmont, a tedious soap addict. (laughs) Right? So we meet Catherine in class, and everyone uh, who we know by their full names, Cade McGregor, Ike Brotman, Marla Forbes, um two of them never come back into i can tell you're looking at me like who the fuck are they yeah they never come back into the story
1: ikey brotman's like offensively bad as a name ikey brotman it's like grot it sounds like a disease you get of the foot pikey grot (laughs) you know what? he's got a terrible case of ikey brotman (sighs) yeah you should get some cream for that ikey brotman mate rotten (laughs) oh no (laughs) not again
0: even mr thornton the teacher is mocking Catherine and her friend Liz because literally the second the bell goes, they run at top speed out of class because they are running to a TV shop to watch
1: the soap that's on TV. That's how much they love it. I'm surprised you're so in judgment. Why? I'm not, (laughs) I thought out of the two of us, it'd be me. But like, you used to watch Home and Away, right? I watched Neighbours. Neighbours and then Home... No, it was Home and Away at half no, five. I don't
0: like
1: Home and Away. I only watched Neighbours. Was it, was it Home and Away at f- five and then Neighbours at half five? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then The Simpsons at six? Everyone used to watch those, too. Oh, of course. No, I didn't watch Home and Away. No, didn't I liked... Know why. Oh, it was where all the fucking was happening. <laughs> it, maybe
0: that's why I was a bit scared of it.
1: Maybe, yeah. An owl. Too much sun.
0: Too many bikinis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, oh, God. We'll talk about bikinis in uh, next week's episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my word.
0: Can I just say that's right now, face. if you're a middle-aged man, can you not spend too long describing your teenage female characters
1: in bikinis? bikinis? Yeah.
0: Look, even Rosie's whining at that. She's like, it's not acceptable. It's really. She's not.
1: becoming the moral voice of this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, she oh, just licked she's my, got my hand. Her nice little wet nose on you. Oh, that? lovely. Isn't that thoughtful? Oh, he's being quite noisy, there, though. I know. That's her yeah. licking her chops. <laughs> Sorry about that. She's also a lesbian. She's like, oh, bikinis. Wow. <laughs> She I think she, she is a lesbian because
0: she's only ever humped one dog, which is her best friend, Lacey, who is a girl dog. It's a very
1: lesbian thing to do. <laughs> you
0: just hump, randomly just hump your friends. And um, a boy dog did hump her in the park once and she was not feeling it.
1: Yeah, not I've seen one all. in a book and I am not impressed, she said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the end of that. Okay, so let's talk about what's happening on Lost River. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know why it's called that, actually. I mean,
1: what do you mean? Why is it called Lost River? It's got nothing to do with the river. Anyway, it's, uh, things just have to have names. Well, <laughs> I mean, but Neighbours is about Neighbours. <laughs> well, yeah, true. I don't know. Home and Away doesn't really make sense, does it?
0: Did they go away a lot?
1: No. Oh,
0: yeah, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> no one ever went away.
0: Well, why is it called that?
1: Yeah, strange. I guess Home's just a terrible title. <laughs> I suppose. Anyway. So,
0: we have hunky Dr. Carlton Wyatt. Oh, he is, is that a, oh yeah or it's an oh no? It's just a dickhead name, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. If, if someone said, oh, my, my name's Carlton, you'd be like, does it have to be? Yeah. Mm. He's tending to Cassandra, and in real life of the book, <laughs> well, I'm already mixing them up, Catherine sighs and gasps, which, I'm sorry, who gasps at TV? <laughs> I bet you do. No, well, <laughs> no. To be fair, okay, once, which was the season finale of uh, Wentworth, I did pretty much climb onto the back of the couch and
1: like shriek at the TV because it was so good. I um, don't watch a huge amount of TV, but I have seen Breaking Bad all the way through twice. Do you know what? I haven't seen that. Oh my God, do you know what, actually it's really good. But like, like the more people tell me it's good, the more I refuse to watch it.
0: Is that just bratty? No,
1: that's exactly the sort of thing that I would do. Mm -hmm. which is what I do about, like, Star Wars and things like this, but it's genuinely brilliant right? I don't watch Star Wars. It's it's really good. I don't know if it's exactly your type of thing, but the penultimate episode of that is the best hour of TV I think there's ever been, and there's a bit of that where I actually went, (gasps) No! (laughs) It was that good, and that shocking. I think I might have done that at Game of Thrones a few times. (laughs) Like,
0: I don't even feel like I need to do it.
1: Fucking, oh, watches fucking, beep, beep, <laughs> fucking watches back. Fucking beep fucking is back. Why have not you marry Kondo back? You married Kondo back. I don't, I don't, I don't know else. where it is.
0: I feel like I keep tidying it away in like bulletproof boxes <laughs> and then it just reappears. I think it's haunted
1: or something. Maybe Rosie's eating it. I mean, maybe. And she's, she's now like the... like the croc from uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, right? <laughs> beep,
0: beep. It also goes off at five to nine every morning. It does like an extended beep and I don't know how to switch it off. <laughs> so it's just the bane of my entire existence. Um, What were we just talking about? Carlton Wyatt Oh yeah Oh yeah We were doing a podcast Forgot Forgot what we were doing there Um, So Cade Is just Really disgusted Rosie (laughs) She's just decided She wants to go out (laughs) Almost took All of the equipment By then Yeah just Sweep by And her tail Just sweeps everything Off the table (laughs) So Cade He's just So disgusted By Catherine's love For Dr. Carlton Wyatt but I mean he's friend zoned to be honest like he wants to take it further um but sorry she's not into it oh Rosie wants to come back now do you do you have no respect for the podcast process Rosie please go in your bed now go on (laughs) no no respect honestly it's almost like dogs don't understand what podcasts are or care (laughs) I'm
1: ashamed of you (laughs) sorry (laughs) 2019 Rosie (laughs) Anyway, yeah, they, he he's definitely interested. Yeah, but you know, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have to go out with people just because they like
0: you. No, and I I can't remember if we've already spoken about this. I recently learned the term "fuck zoned," which is like the matching part of friend zoned. So a man might be like, "Oh, she's totally friend zoned me," but then she could be like, "Well, he's fuck zoned me," as mm. if like he's actually not my friend. He's only talking to me because he wants to fuck me. Oh, I like that. I think "fuck zoned" is way worse
1: you don't like it rosie and she's not into it she's not, she's not feeling not it uh,
0: so then we meet the bitchy gorgeous brittany marsh Spelt in the worst way i'm sorry this is this does not have enough vowels in it it's b r i t n y brittany brittany you sort of have to like swallow it back <laughs>
1: it's like the opposite of welsh
0: oh yeah which has <laughs> lots of vowels oh
1: yeah It's like br- insufficient letters Make a name with, one, with the one vowel we've allowed you. It's a countdown answer, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, I've only got one vowel in my name.
1: I've got loads. <laughs> <laughs> you took mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Brittany comes in with Travis Kavanagh. Oh, my God. Uh, now, the thing that you need to know about Travis Kavanagh, we have to always refer to him by his full name, um, do you want to know what he looks like? Well, I tell you. Well, I give you an exact quote from the book about Please what he looks do. like. Travis Kavanagh has got quote an absolutely great face. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered for a while if this book had been translated, but apparently not.
1: <laughs> apparently, this is a, a native English speaker wrote that sentence. It's Just absolutely great. Absolutely great. It's face. like the sort of thing Tony Blair would have said. Yeah, In, like, 97, isn't mm-hmm. it? I think Oasis is an absolutely great band. <laughs> like, I don't want to use any other
0: adjectives, because, you know, I've really focused-grouped this,
1: <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to use great, but put different things on the front of it. I also like her descriptor of him, um, which is, nice white teeth, yeah, fair enough, a substantial nose. Oh, no. Immediately attractive sounding. I but guess better than insubstantial. Oh yeah, true. Like, just no nose. So what, he's, what she's saying is there is a nose. A nose is present on mm-hmm. that face. And amused grey eyes. What does that mean? Amused. Amused. Like, smug this is know. what I'm getting from that. Yeah. Maybe it's just his name so you, it's no, quite he's smug. he's Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hello, word from whatever fucking year that was. I know you watched America's Next Top <laughs> Model in yeah. the 2000s, don't I lie. Did, I did. <laughs> we used to watch it at uni and do uh, walk-offs. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's my last reality TV show crush, really. I mean, no, I mean, oh, voting I mean, for you.
0: <laughs> I only started watching that recently. I do like it, though. It's great. It's fun to watch the old ones and see all their terrible hairdos. (laughs) Okay, so Travis Kavanagh introduces himself with his full name. Hello, I'm Travis Kavanagh. Which I feel like is a weird thing to do. Like, I never introduce myself with my full name. And I definitely didn't when I was a teenager.
1: I think I might do it if my name was Travis Kavanagh. (laughs) It's just fun to say. It goes together. Travis Kavanagh. Travis Kavanagh. Travis Kavanagh. It's like there's just one name. Yeah, Travis Kavanagh. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe I should get in the habit of it, because actually the other day, awkwardly, um, I had in- it was at a sort of book event, and I introduced myself. Oh, hi, I'm Kirsty, um, and then they went Kirsty, and I went yes, Kirsty. Oh, <laughs> I see. now they meant what is your second name? But I just thought they hadn't heard me. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Yes, that's correct.
1: <laughs> Kirsty is it? And do you know what? Earlier on, someone said to me, um, I was like buying some makeup and they were like do you want to get put on the system and get points and I was like sure whatever and um she said is it and I don't know whether she said I thought she said is it Mr or Mrs okay and I was like I mean good to check I was like huh I mean I am quite boyish in the right light so I was like mm. oh weird and I sort of made a joke out of it and went is there an option for this and then I realized she'd said Miss or Mrs oh, so I was like oh fuck yeah, there is, because she said it, and I was like, I'm not, I've, it's not the first person who's asked me if I'm a man. So, so you were just like accidental RC. Yeah.
0: Aww. I should have
1: gone for Ms because then that wasn't one of the two options anyway. Yeah. Sorry, it's doctor. <laughs> it's doctor parrot. I once, as a joke,
0: clicked, because it was like one of those drop downs that had loads of different options, you know, like, um, Lord. Reverend or Lord, and I think I picked, uh, lady. But then I started getting all this spam.
1: for <laughs> well, been, lady Kirsty Logan picked you up on it. You could have said, Oh, I thought it was the gender bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lady. I'm a lady. <laughs> a lady or a gent? Is that what it would be? <laughs> gent Kirsty Logan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be cute. Okay, let's get back to him. Travis Kavanagh, uh, who introduced himself as Travis Kavanagh, he says, um, Catherine, you look just like Cassandra. And the reason that she looks just like Cassandra is that they both have got hazel eyes and brown hair, which I'm gonna say, for a white person, is surely the most common combination.
1: Like 80% of white women. Yeah. I mean, I would be that had I not dyed my hair. Yeah.
0: So, Annie also has hazel eyes and brown hair, and I'm sorry, nobody would mistake you guys. For the same person. <laughs> I mean- the <laughs> We don't look alike, but
1: we look way more alike than you and Annie. Yeah, that is true. It's not very... You're a, you're a white woman, he could have said. You're yeah. A, you're a white woman. Like, that, as a white woman, you look just alike. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They all it's look kind of the same. A, it's kind of like a guy in a club once. Uh,
0: obviously, he was trying to think of, like, what would be a flattering comparison, in my opinion. And he was like, you really look like Courtney Love. And I was like, what aspect of me? Is it my hair that isn't blonde or my lipstick that isn't
1: red and my outfit that's nothing like what i look so much not like courtney love do you know what my friend Hailey who's uh blonde oh pardon me like naturally blonde and like has ginormous tits like when we were at uni together i could get one of her cups my entire head could fit in it and her boobs have <laughs> not really smaller wow. um and she went to live in Spain for a year and she someone came up to her and asked for her autograph because they thought she was paris hilton and i was like wow no woman has looked less like paris hilton than you like what? completely different what was... body type just a blonde woman they just never just seen a blonde, blonde, woman blonde white woman paris hilton
0: <laughs> <laughs> god all right just had to pause the podcast to take uh, Lady Reverend Rosemary Bennett Logan out for a shit <laughs> so hopefully she will shut up now or she's getting taken back to dog's trust Aww. no I know but she will yeah. <laughs> yeah do you hear that Rosie getting taken back to dog jail that's what that's what we call it dog jail Because <laughs> it's they, sad, they, I mean it's not sad they treat them very nicely but they have to stay in these like little concrete boxes Aww. like jail
1: Aww.
0: I mean I assume that's what jail's like having not been
1: <laughs> so back to the book <laughs> anyway
0: I've been in uh, jail libraries well oh. prison libraries I suppose um, just for events and things but I haven't been in a cell
1: oh, you see, I would quite like to for like a minute yeah I've been in like old jails yeah me like, too like old
0: ones that you can look around but yeah anyway <clears throat> so Travis Kavanagh I had a theory while I was picking up <laughs> the dog shit maybe Travis Kavanagh has got face blindness
1: oh maybe yeah I mean it's unlikely just thinks that everyone looks the same. Literally yeah, like if they've everyone. got
0: the same sort of hair and eye colour, he thinks that they're the same person. <laughs> He'd be terrible at Guess Who. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good because that just goes off features.
1: Oh yeah, good point. So well, you, well, would just, you don't, don't mean, have
0: to recognise the faces.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough. He's like Oliver Sacks had face blindness. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. It's one a of my guy. Sacks
1: facts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, you loved that joke. <laughs> Don't take you ages to think of that. It's not even a joke, it's just I like (laughs) saying some
1: things.
0: (laughs) Sax facts. That was like, did I tell you when uh, Annie hasn't got face blindness, she just really struggles to tell apart people on the telly. Like, we can be driving down the road and she sees someone and she's like, oh, I was at primary school with him. And like, she still remembers him. I wouldn't recognise almost everyone I was at primary school with. (laughs) But on TV, she doesn't recognise anyone. Like, we watched all of Game of Thrones, which has got hundreds of characters, and I said, Annie, tell me all the characters that you can remember. And she went, <laughs> Jon Snow, who, let's be fair, she can only remember his name because it's the name of a newsreader. So she went, Jon Snow, dwarf, dragon lady,
1: other blonde lady. That is how I would describe all she knew. Any fantasy book or show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you haven't seen it. She's seen it. <laughs> She's seen
0: all the episodes. And that's literally all she can remember of all the hundreds of characters does she
1: sometimes turn around to you and say didn't you star in Legally Blonde <laughs> yeah
0: she, our whole marriage is a sham <laughs> do you know I forgot her name once Annie's yeah have you ever done that like when you just panic and forget basic information I was introducing her to someone at a party once and I was like yeah, I forgot her name
1: that's how, it's my
0: wife how bizarre I went off that because I saw on Twitter that someone had forgotten their own name They'd gone to like
1: introduce themselves, and they were like, "I just had like a brain blank and forgot my name." I saw something like, let's say this newsreader really was called David Mooney. Um, that was the thread. Was it? And he yeah. he announced it and said like, "Here's the news at Moon. I'm David Mooney," <laughs> <laughs> which is easily done. I want to hear the news at Moon. <laughs> <laughs> David
0: Mooney, a great name. Anyway, let's get back to Travis Cavanaugh. So Catherine really likes that he uh, thinks that she looks like Cassandra, and so she decides she's actually going to cut her hair short to look more like Cassandra.
1: But it's like long, long girl, long, long Long girl, girl. long hair girl, short. Where they go like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm having so much off, and then they've had like an inch off, and it's still fucking shoulder length. Still like, yeah, two inches. And then they go, oh my god, it's so short, and you're like. Come back yeah. to me when you've shaved part of your head. Like that's short. That's not short. Yeah.
0: Or, or I can never really tell the difference because it's like once it goes past the shoulders, any length is unless it's it's long to the
1: floor. It? It's just long hair. It's just long hair. Yeah. So how I feel about the cold. Once you get to beyond minus ten, it all I feels the same. Having a cold. Oh no no no. The temperature. Okay. Cold. <laughs> the temperature. <laughs> cold as the temperature. Um. Yeah. Once you get below minus ten, it's all the same. It's just how quickly you die. Same with long hair. It's just how quickly you die. It's like a rim.
0: It also made me think, uh, what pictures of celebrities did you used to take to the hairdresser? Because I, I used don't... to take often Winona Ryder, but then I also had like an early 2000s flashback of all the pictures of Shannon Sosserman that I took to the hairdresser. Oh, I love
1: her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had good hair. Good at got good everything. Do you fancy her? Quite a lot. Uh, no. no. She seems like hard work. I've seen her drum in war paint once the oh, band not, not wearing the war <laughs> not okay. not horribly um inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't doing something offensive okay no she was very talented that nah, is quite hot mm-hmm. Well, all right then she especially girl help.
0: drummers yeah yeah that is very hot actually i find this is probably the gayest thing that i've ever said i find all manual dexterity very sexy Is that the laziest thing you've ever heard? Remind me not to eat with chopsticks around you. <laughs> no, I like that. I like uh, people who can cook, drive, play an instrument, like use tools. I'm so fucking les. It's not even funny. You
1: are so gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> that the gayest thing you've ever heard me say? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your wife did used to work in B&Q.
0: So hot. <laughs> so fucking hot. I love watching her do DIY. <laughs> little
1: tool belt. Mm. well David's useless so she's going to be around to as quite a lot. okay I'll come and watch <laughs> <laughs> anyway I'm getting off track
0: did you take Shannon Sossman to the hairdresser well pictures oh, oh, I wish, I, wish. <laughs>
1: um, I can't remember her in Rules of Attraction I remember loving her hair oh
0: yeah
1: yeah she had great hair yeah I watched A Knight's Tale recently oh, it doesn't hold up not really I know no. in my memory it did but it's quite oh. cringy now I remember when Paul Bettany was going to be huge no, <laughs> it was just from that movie. Am I
0: supposed to remember that?
1: Yeah, you know which one he is. Mm, yeah, the white man. Yeah, <laughs> who's not. A I remember him. Yeah, he was going to be massive and then he wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. shame.
0: There's a lot of like sort of nineties and two thousands actors lately that I've been thinking about
1: who were going to be massive and then just weren't. We'll talk about one when we talk about Beach House. <laughs> How exciting! Okay. So, let's get back to uh, Catherine. I feel like we've had to say that a hundred times this podcast already. I know. The book's quite boring. I'm (laughs) going to say it up front. I do not really like it. I disagree with you. I love this book, actually. What the fuck? Why? It's so melodramatic. It's so boring, though. No, No, I disagree. There's
0: like three melodramatic things, all of which I'm going to tell you in the next two minutes, and then there's fuck all for the whole rest of the book. It's really camp. It's not camp enough. It is camp. It's not camp enough. If they're trying to make it like a soap opera, it's not soapy enough. It's like she had, Lyle, had one idea and then was like, I'm just going to do that thing a bunch of times.
1: We call that the Stein method. (laughs) No, 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 no. I really liked it. I thought it was, um, I don't know. It's just a fun read, man. Well, you're wrong and I'll tell you why. Okay. (laughs) So then, actually, I like this bit. Um,
0: So then in class. Uh, Catherine pretends that she's on a TV show, which <laughs> I like. I feel like I spent almost all my teenagers doing that. <laughs> or like pretending I was in a music video. You know, like you walk down the street with your headphones on. you like pretend you're doing the music do a little video. little yeah. yeah. Or like do your face to like do the lyrics. <laughs> I did that a lot. And then she has an argument with her friend Liz. But then she thinks, well, I played the scene well. <laughs> which I liked. Like yeah. I kind of do that as well. I knew you would. Well, do you not find that as a writer, there's this little horrible part of you that when you like have an argument with someone, you're kind of thinking like, I put, this a a <laughs> put this in a book.
1: Put this in a book.
0: like someone tells you some like really dramatic story of some trauma that they've gone through and you're like,
1: can I change that enough to put it in a book and they won't know it's them? Absolutely. All the time. I'm always writing down sentences that people have said that I really like yeah. or like, yeah, it's terrible. Or I'll go, can I have that? And they go, sure. And I'm like, you don't know what I'm going to do with it. They're like, are
0: you going to write that? If not, can I?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if they're writers, you go, oh, fuck, damn it. They've They've got that already. I remember being at an
0: event that was full of writers and someone told a really good anecdote and I was like, bugger, everyone in here has just written that down. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, how quickly can I write it? (laughs) (laughs) If I just put it in my novel, it's about to come out. (laughs) So then the drama begins because Catherine finds, she's walking home, and she finds a soap box shaped like a tombstone and then written on it is cb rest in pieces oh. which is not very good no. or clever or,
1: or i don't really understand it no I... why a soap box i guess just, just it's for a the soap opera. yeah but maybe it doesn't really work shit though sorry <laughs> Opinions Logan over there today. Uh, yep. I'm in a bad mood today.
0: So then Cade gives her a lift home. Um she complains that her VCR is broken, so he says he will have he, he will have it. He will fix I'll it. I'll take
1: that. It's a broken mind
0: now. <laughs> yeah. No, he says he will have it to fix it. Uh, so then she has a nap and then when she wakes up, there's a single red rose on the table. <gasps> but she thinks that Cade has come back and done it for really no apparent no. reason I no. don't know why she would think that so she goes out into her balcony and like puts the rose between her teeth and does like a fake flamenco dance which is him which is
1: that's good that's funny is it? it's funny is it? is it? <laughs> it? yeah I like her oh right then oh god really? well I don't
0: yeah Pff, fucking hell okay <laughs> we're gonna argue about this book so then the balcony breaks <gasps> it is all go isn't it but don't worry because nothing's gonna happen for ages now. <laughs> Literally nothing. So she asks old Albert, AKA Mr. Baxter, her grumpy neighbor, to fix it. I only mention him because he comes in later, but bears no relevance to the plot whatsoever. <laughs> no, really doesn't. Just felt like he should be mentioned. It's old man Baxter. Well, because also there's all these mentions about how there's like bad sound deafening between the apartments. So he's always annoyed that she's like stamping when she walks across the room. And so I was like, oh well, great, this is really obviously setting up for later, this foreshadowing is so obvious that later she'll be in trouble and will like scream and he'll come to the door, but that never happens. No, yeah that's true. Or like someone will break in and he'll hear it and sound the alarm. That doesn't happen. I mean red herrings occur in every point horror book. It's not a red herring. A red herring is when you set up a suspect <laughs> who's not a suspect. <laughs> I fucking love this book it's just like me doing the fever yeah. <laughs> it's quite <high> good though <laughs> so then they go to school with liz and cade and we have a mention of a game that liz plays with her cousins her little baby cousins which i think is a really good idea it's called going someplace where she gets the kids to go and sit in the back seat of the car and she sits in the driver's seat but they don't go anywhere they, they just pretend, pretend. <laughs> i was like that's a brilliant idea
1: it is quite good I'm going to steal that. They also say at some point, she thinks that um, the. Uh, Cade brought her, so I'm going to say Raid. Um, Cade (laughs) brought her the roses, and then her friend says, Has he ever given you roses? And she says, He's never given me anything except chicken box, which is a good line. That is the one good line that is a good line. That is good. It's much better than when she is describing the character in the book. And she says about her, sorry, uh, in the show, Cassandra, and she says she kind of had an accent, not British really. But precise and rounded, which I think is where like Americans say, "Oh, she had a British accent," and you're like, "Which one?" I mean, of, they mean like, Fifty. They mean they mean the Queen's accent.
0: No one has the Queen's accent. <laughs> the Queen does. No. Well, you sp- know what I mean. They mean like a sort of standard BBC RP accent.
1: Yeah. Maybe, but do they? Yeah. I just feel like it's... I don't know what that means. Well, I just, Kind of British, like really. You're either British or you're not. Well, no, they wouldn't it.
0: hear, like, a Glaswegian accent. Well, maybe they would, I don't know.
1: Would they hear, like, a Glaswegian accent and say it was a British accent? But I've had people, when I had a stronger Yorkshire accent, I've had North Americans say to me, oh, you don't sound British. And I'm like, I fucking what? do, actually. They like, mean you don't sound like BBC newsreaders. So do you think this character sounds like a BBC newsreader?
0: No, I think she sounds like... You know, like, when you watch old films and, like, Catherine Hepburn, the way she speaks... Transatlantic, yeah, sort of got like the rounded vowels of a British accent. I'm doing it now of an RP accent, the the sort of the rounded vowels, but still American. Mm -hmm. Just
1: enunciate as well. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: But like a no, it's a different vowel sound as well. I'm
1: gonna take my ring off because it keeps uh, (laughs) (laughs) I keep banging it against. This uh, glass, and that's got to be. Quite I don't normal. mind that.
0: I know you don't like that bit about that accent. I don't. I think it makes sense.
1: Well, it pisses me right off. All right.
0: <laughs> it does annoy me when,
1: particularly North Americans, say, "Oh, so and so had an accent." You're like everyone's got a fucking everyone's accent. got an accent. You've got an accent. got an accent. Or it's the British accent that I don't like because it's like literally there are hundreds. Like
0: I, i from. I
1: would say an American accent, when I don't know what they all sound like. I wouldn't be able to, like, differentiate place. But they're not, it's not, they have different ones, but it's not the same as, like, here where uh, I'm from Rotherham and I can tell someone who's from Doncaster 20 minutes down the road because of their accent compared oh, that's to mine. Like, Glasgow and Edinburgh have different accents. Yeah, it? and it's an hour away. Yeah, It's like, oh, I could, we could go into. it's a whole podcast to be done about why that is. It's very interesting. But America, they do have different regional accents, but the region tends to be quite big. Oh, okay. I think, or it's like a state accent. Um, we you can
0: not... tell like the really obvious ones, like you can tell the difference between like Southern and New York or yeah. whatever.
1: I mean, I That's can. the two bits That's of America two. we know. It's the only bits I know. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to say what a California accent is, for no. instance. Is because everyone moves there? I don't know. I don't know. I just think there's not as much regional variation. Oh god, we're massive hypocrites. I'm a massive hypocrite because <laughs> I'm doing exactly what I hate. <laughs>
0: I mean, I can't always tell the difference between American and Canadian. I think if you're used to
1: the accent, it's a lot easier to tell the difference. I can't tell the difference that well. Always guess Canadian. Really? Because they're not annoyed. Americans aren't annoyed if you think they're Canadian, but Canadians are annoyed if you think they're American.
0: Oh, see, that's the same Scottish and English. Yeah. I I don't think an English person would be offended if you thought they were Scottish, but a Scottish person wouldn't like
1: it if you thought they were English. Same with Australian and Kiwi. Oh. Always guess Kiwi. I prefer the Kiwi accent. Yeah, it's the it's the little guy that you've got to go for, because mm. the little guy will be annoyed if they've been subsumed.
0: I sometimes wonder if it's just that uh, my friend Aaron, has, he's from New Zealand and I just love him so much, and so I like associate his accent with that, so every
1: Kiwi accent, I'm like, I love your accent, and then I'm like, do I or do I just love Aaron? Do I just like you, yeah. <laughs> Get him to say sex, six, sorry. Okay. And that's a good way to tell whether New Zealand or or Australia. Pen sounds like pin. Yeah. Like exactly. if you ask to borrow. I, you. I feel like I it's
0: easier said. to get someone to say pen than sex. <laughs> Sorry, what you, you want to have? <laughs> Cade. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then uh, after school, back to this tedious book. After school, Cade brings the VCR around, which he's fixed. Catherine watches the show, but halfway through, it cuts to a film of her finding the soapbox. <gasps> someone was filming her. Who gives a fuck? Not me. I did. You did, okay. So she still thinks it's Cade for some reason. I don't really understand why. Because he's into her. But he has already said, he did, she already asked him if he did the soapbox and he said no. And she said, did you leave that rose? And he said no.
1: Well, they don't tend to say when they've done it, do they?
0: <laughs> I take everyone at their word. You'd be the
1: worst detective. Did you kill this person? No. Well, it definitely well, it wasn't, wasn't them. Then. Who Come could on. It be? We must ask other people. I've asked everyone and everyone said no. So who could it be? It was a mystery, that's it. I'm a very trusting person.
0: <laughs> so then Liz trusting comes fool. over.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> I think I'm just loving. Okay. So then Liz comes over. Um, they watch the tape again, but now Catherine's not on it.
1: Which is I think mean, that's good. Do you? Yeah, I think that's a good little po- plot twist. I just really... you're gonna to have to get over the fact that I really like this book. Were you book. drunk when you read this book? No, but I just read some really shitey R.L. Stein ones, so it was a welcome... Oh. Do you know, I just read The Fever, that was it. You're very influenced by what you've read immediately before. Yeah. Everything's relative, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. So then, Catherine decides to suspect Liz instead, because uh, she's got a camcorder. And no motive. But there you go.
1: Suspect everyone.
0: She'd make a great detective. She's the opposite of me. I suspect no one. Um, But she still kind of thinks it's Cade. All right. So they decide to cut her hair like Cassandra's in order to prank Cade. I know, by your face, you're like, why the (laughs) fuck do they do this? I don't know. I've read the book and I don't know. (laughs) They just do. However, when they're just about to prank him... The phone rings and a voice says, how did you like the rose, CB? The bloody red rose. They might not have said it like <laughs> the that. The bloody red rose.
1: <laughs> From Yorkshire. Yeah, she's got that British accent, right? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> bloody. Um, so then, here we go. This is, I'm going to say, a Nicoletta Storm's level of overreaction. This is what Catherine does. She sobs and whispers for help sliding off the sofa and staggering to liz i'm gonna i'm not even gonna do it because it'll fuck up my mic but she <laughs> help help
1: <laughs> see that's no, brilliant sorry. daytime soap opera <laughs> acting that's you've got to view of this book mm, from the lens yeah. of being a daytime soap opera pastiche and right. on that level i think it's great but i just don't think it's enough so because i, I believe like, in
0: lyle <laughs> do you remember there was the bride in season one was it which i quite liked I you didn't like it that much I really liked it and you didn't like it that much well I didn't hate it you didn't hate it but I really liked it because I thought it was super campy like a telenovela I really liked it a lot and you weren't so into it but when I was like oh but just think of it as a telenovela because it was so over the top mm-hmm. and so weird and I just don't think this is over the top or weird enough to it's like not good enough to be a regular book but it's not camp enough to be camp
1: mm, I disagree
0: okay you must have just been drunk when you were reading it.
1: <laughs> so then,
0: I mean, you said
1: you liked her. Don't you think? That's a, I mean, not maybe like an a, overreaction. I don't want to hang out with her, but I think she's an interesting character to read about. You don't actively wish her death. Yeah, I don't. Don't really despise her as a character. I mean,
0: I just think she needs to get a fucking grip. <laughs> <coughs> what is it um, on Drag Race? Uh, Latrice Royale. Good God, girl, get a grip.
1: Yeah, I don't watch Drag Race. Well, you should watch Drag Race instead of reading this. I had a very enjoyable weekend uh, with my college friend who was up in Edinburgh, who is not a drag queen, (laughs) because he hates the phrase, but is a uh, female character impersonator. Oh. Um, And we were talking about how we're bad queers because we hate Drag Race. But then we posited a very good thesis about why we don't have to like it. I mean, you don't have to like it to be queer, though. No, but that's the fucking impression, yeah. No, I don't. I actually don't like it anymore. I don't watch it anymore. I did
0: used to love it, but mm. I really hated the last season quite hard. Yeah. So I've given up on it.
1: I just, yeah, I just don't get it.
0: That's a whole other podcast episode. I do think it's good. Uh, I just think it's bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those annoying people. I, I liked it in the early days. I liked it when it was original. I liked it before it was famous. Me. So then, <clears throat> her mom comes home. Who I'm going to call Unnamed
1: Mom. Because she doesn't get a name. Oh, her name's Um then. Her, her name's just Mom. Um. Unnamed, Come in Um.
0: Unnamed Mom. She was just christened Mom. She has no name. Uh, she comes home. Catherine mentions Travis Kavanagh and how he looks strangely familiar. And the mom tenses up and says, No, I don't know who that is lying of course she knows so then the phone rings and a voice on the phone says to Catherine this is Dr. Carlton Wyatt um and instead of thinking that it's a recording or someone doing an impression Catherine's first thought is oh I've slipped into madness <laughs> actually this is quite
1: soapy isn't it, it is yeah you see it's really fun she instantly is like oh well I'm insane now." <laughs> I, I also really like that. I, um, I had a dream the other night where I married Kira Knightley. Oh, God. And I woke up and, like, literally... I had a dream that I was having sex with Pamela Anderson and it was terrible. Oh, I'd, I'd switch. Mm, yeah. I don't really like Kira Knightley at all. No, me um, neither. No. I don't really like Pamela Anderson either. My first thought when I woke up was, oh, fucking, my life's turned around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this wasn't how it was, like, the other day. Did you want to go into the dream? No, not really. I was quite glad to wake up next to David. I don't like crew Knightley. It's no, just hard it's work. No, a weird person for you to dream of. Yeah, I know. Really strange, eh? And I, and I couldn't remember any of my vows.
0: It was Aww. almost like an episode of Peep Show. <laughs> it's almost like it was a dream. <laughs> I had such an epic dream last night that I was, like, in a computer game where I had to sort of flee when it was this sort of old castle but part of it was really ancient, but part of it had been sort of modernised and it looked like a cheap hotel and that made it scarier somehow, the fact that it had sort of been half modernised. <laughs> it was really horrible. I was quite tired when I woke up because I was like, phew, that was some serious... But was running run in zombies. there. I just did. <laughs> anyway. So then, <laughs> quote, the night was uneventful.
1: I thought you were going to say, quoth the raven.
0: Quoth the night, uneventful. And then the next day at school, Travis Kavanagh invites himself over to Catherine's to watch the soap. Brittany interrupts to remind him that they're going to the cabin that their parents share. Plot point. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen there. note of that very boring plot point. Um, And then we just have, like, bunches of roses for a bit. Just sort of keeps finding roses. So, just to make sure we've got the, the roses thing. Um... And then when Travis Kavanagh is at her house, he picks up a rose and he gets pricked by the thorn and he gets blood on the carpet. Then later, he leaves. Unnamed mom comes home and she freaks out when when Catherine says, oh, Travis, Travis blood on the carpet. No, Travis, no, <laughs> no. Oh, Travis Kavanagh. Oh, no, that's okay. See, that
1: is totally telling you, I mean... It's not as dramatic as I'm doing it, though. <laughs> you are over-egging it. Yes. yes.
0: It's not... It's less eggy <laughs> in the actual book. So then the next day at school, tell me what you would think about this. Brittany says, oh, were you aware of Travis's problem? Erectile dysfunction. Okay, I've put micropenis. <laughs> but yes. Uh, or hemorrhoids.
1: Oh, yeah, Something that
0: would be... in that pant area. Gooch area. <sighs> no. Yes. No. Yeah. I've just become ten percent more lesbian (laughs) by that word. The very mention of the gooch. It's not even. It's not the concept. It's the word Mm -hmm. gooch. It's disgusting. Gooch. it's like squelch oh
1: squelch, squelch my gooch, the gooch. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. squelch my gooch rancid that's, that's a one site oh no you know, if you can think of it it exists and it's got hitler on it as well <laughs> squelch hitler's gooch
0: <laughs> <laughs> things that should never be said i hope nobody's eating while listening to this i hope you are oh, can only <laughs> apologize for ruining your food so then, yeah, so then mum's going, no, Travis. Oh, Travis Kavanagh. Oh, it's fine. It's fine then.
1: Good job We said his whole name. Right? Always that's use the full name. The payoff. Yes, Heather Parry. I to use your use the full name. I say you do use your full time. name. I also say David Bloomfield quite a lot. Oh, yeah. His whole name. Well, David Bloomfield is still in the bathroom, so we're going to be like. Well, there's too many Davids, that's why. That, yeah, that's true. There's
0: far too many Davids in this world. Been my there. brother is called David. Yeah, I think I know about four Davids. My cousin's called David, Annie's cousin's called David. I've got an Uncle David, and a, I've got
1: another Uncle David who's dead. Oh, too
0: many fucking Davids. Yeah. Too many. So then, <laughs> despite Travis's problem, they watch the soap. Um, then Catherine goes to the theatre, and while she's on the stage, someone puts the lights off.
1: Wait, 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 no. She goes... Isn't it that she's at a school? She's in her school? Yeah. Theatre. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the theatre in her house. Well, no, uh, no the theatre. Oh, right. No, the school theatre. There's a whole
0: lot of other tedious plot waffle to get us there, which I've skimmed over oh, because you. it's very tedious about notes that she finds. And... The
1: theatre in her. Do you not? Well, Does it's the school not... or the house, Heather. Does one not have a theatre in it. one's house? There's no other famous theatre building that she could possibly <laughs> have gone to.
0: So there she is. She's on the stage. Someone's put roses there. <gasps> the lights go out. Um, and instead of like sort of shuffling her foot forward to find out where the edge of the stage was or even getting on her hands and knees or getting down on her bum and like shuffling to find where the edge of the stage is, she just stands there and goes, please, please, please. <laughs> I don't know why I went a bit off. I think there. that's
1: kind of been my reactions to things over the last week. <laughs> I've been quite stressed out and tired. And I think, I mean, it did almost punch her solicitor. Last week, so I think that's been basically me. You just stand in the middle of the room going, please. Anytime. Please. (laughs) Anytime someone says, can you just send me this over? I go, oh God, please, David. No.
0: I have actually, at more than one point in the previous week, got an email that just made me like put my arms on the desk and like lie my head on them just for a moment. just needed a moment.
1: Oh God, no.
0: I'm tired
1: of being a grown-up now. (laughs) I don't want to anymore.
0: However, I can still mock others for failing. So there we go, that's what I'm doing. And then at home, she finds her unnamed mom's photo album, and she sees a picture of her mom with Travis, but young. <gasps> but how did she? They... How could that be?: And then Travis comes to the door. And then she doesn't let him in because she doesn't trust him anymore. So he gets old Albert from downstairs to let him in. And Albert sees the photo and Travis says, that's not me. That's my uncle. He was murdered.
1: (laughs) I'm doing Poirot. That's not Poirot. Uh, Poirot's Poirot's French. French. (laughs) Do you mean cracker? He's Belgian. Oh, oh, sorry. You know he's Belgian, not French. But you don't know he's not fucking (laughs) Scottish. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) One? Okay, odd. He went, Is that better? It's something. I can't do accents, okay? You can do them very well, you just don't know what they are. Well, doing something, doing a joke, doing an accent. I met a lovely man from Germany, he was all, OK, the new! God, is that your Scottish accent? No, it do you isn't.
0: know, for two people living in Scotland, we can't do Scottish accents. No, and I would never dare try. No, it's terrible. Anyway, so then. She trusts Travis now for some reason, I don't really know why. Yeah, why not? Well, why not? Gotta trust someone. Uh, they go for burritos. Cade um, and Liz turn up, they have a very mediocre conversation and leave. Um,
1: <laughs> cool. A lot of this book is failing pages. Failing pages, failing pages. But what you're not saying, uh, very cynically I believe, is that what's happening in the, on the show is happening in real life. They don't go to a burrito place. Well, not everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I failed to see how the show and the real life synced up. It was not clear enough or unusual enough or interesting enough. It was just roses over and over, roses.
1: So your main criticism of this book is Go Big go Go Home? Yes. Okay, fair enough. That's quite a good criticism of anything. It needed to be bigger. Either do it subtly
0: but really well or just balls to the wall. Yeah, true. Do it. And it, it does neither. Gooch to the... Don't. Whoa. Don't. Gooch to the scooch. <laughs> I feel sick now. Okay. <laughs> so then Travis, uh, speaking of feeling sick, then Travis drives her home in a truly disgusting car. Did you just do a Heather Parry Segway? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sorry. And taking tips. He has got a gear stick that's in the shape of a carved wooden dog head.
1: Better than a carved wooden dog penis, I suppose. What just happened? What
0: the fuck just happened? I think I
1: just hit exhaustion. You hit a wall right there (laughs) with your gooch. Just ride my bike face.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot that joke. He also has, as if that wasn't disgusting enough, he's got an accelerator in the shape of a foot. That's just dangerous. It's disgusting. That's just pure dangerous. Just why where do you even buy that? Leave it alone. Do you think the people? Oh, police are coming. Oh my god! They always come when I'm here. It's because you've slagged off the foot accelerator. <laughs> the ambulance is like that's what I've got. That's Fuck you. A criminal opinion. <laughs> Do you think the people who have foot accelerators and dog head gear sticks also put eyelashes on their car?
1: Oh yeah, or a red nose. <sighs> oh, no, I took these rings off and then I put them back on, are and they keep
0: <laughs> moron
1: keep you're slamming against slamming.
0: Against this glass. Slamming the Gucci. I wish you hadn't said that. Stop it,
1: you're doing it now. No.
0: (laughs) So then Nameless Mom meets Travis Kavanagh and she finally says why she was like, No, Travis! So it turns out that Travis, aka T J was her fiance. And then, as the chapter comes to an end, she says, I was the one who killed him. (laughs) Twas I. Cross the raven. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's very uh, Robot Stein. Yeah. Slash Edgar Allan Poe. So then at the start of the next chapter she says, oh no, I mean he died because of me. Oh yeah. Well, don't say that you killed him though. They always do that, don't they? That's bullshit though. Nobody would do that. (laughs) You'd get you really in trouble. I call bullshit. (laughs) Because her jealous ex, Joe, killed TJ. Because she didn't want to go out with Joe, she wanted to go out with TJ.
1: I feel an alternative reading coming. Wait for it. Okay. Wait for it. It'll come.
0: So then later, Liz calls and says that Travis Kavanagh is a nut job. That's the book's <laughs> phrase. P.S., P- P- <sighs> not mine. Uh, she knows this is true
1: because Brittany said so. Brittany! Brittany! And she wouldn't lie. No, <laughs> she can't because <laughs> she's only got an I in her name. <laughs> ah,
0: nice! Oh, that wasn't. Was that meant to be clever? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I thought because she didn't have an
1: E in her name, she couldn't lie.
0: She could only li. <laughs> She hasn't got now. L. Blitley. <laughs> Britley. What's happened to you now? <laughs> very tired. I don't know. <laughs> so then she and Cade... Oh, remember how Liz and Cade followed them to the burrito place? That was because Cade watches
1: Catherine. I forgot her name. Look, some shit went <laughs> down in
0: the fucking book. So then... <laughs> It must be Cade, right? No, no. But Travis Kavanagh has got keys to the theatre, and so he could have put the lights off as Travis Kavanagh. Oh, okay. But oh. Travis shows her that his key is missing. This is so fucking tedious. This is exactly how it is in the book. So then, it does lead into one of my favourite lines in the book, which is, <laughs> quote, Is your key ring ever out of your sight? And he says, no. Never. So, he literally, his keyring never leaves his eye line. He
1: keeps it on one of those things, like the deep water fish that has the light in front of its eyes. He keeps it on one of those. Exactly. Like a a floppy,
0: floppy unicorn horn with his keys dangling off the tip of it. I'm
1: not going to say what I want to say about it. Maybe that. that's what his problem is. <laughs> it's got, got a, a floppy unicorn, unicorn horn.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a flaccid uh, that's unicorn horn. No. <laughs> so then, uh, it turns out. Brittany was in Travis Cavanaugh's car. She took the key.
1: <gasps> Brittany. Oh, it's Brittany, it? God, this is tedious. <laughs> so then, but it can't be Brittany because she hasn't got enough vowels in her name to make the crime that she's done. Is that how it works? <laughs> Apparently not. You can only do a crime if you've got the right letters. I can... Oh, I can do barely none. No, yeah, I can't really do many. I can do nothing. I can heat someone to <laughs> death. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to be an arsonist. <laughs> you can heat her. I can heat her. I can only murder <laughs> I'm, women by I'm fire. i can only
0: see your name as heat her now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she can only commit arson. You've just broken your name. <laughs> oh, no. Wasn't that was not great to begin with?
0: <laughs> so then, Liz writes Catherine a note saying that on Lost River, Cassandra has been kidnapped by someone in a hooded coat. So then, Catherine runs home, and someone in a hooded coat kidnaps her. Oh my god! Oh my god! Who could have seen it coming? No, literally, literally no everyone. One. <laughs> and then, in the car, she sees the horrible dog gear stick. It's Travis. It's Travis. But then they go to the cabin. Remember the cabin? Oh
1: yeah. I point. told you to
0: note the cabin. Note the boring cabin. Um, and then the murderer takes off their
1: hood, and it's who do you think? I don't know. Lady Reverend Rosemary oh. Bennett-Logan. No, it's, <laughs> it's Liz. Oh, of course it's not fucking Liz. That's my main problem with this book. It's not Liz. It wouldn't be Liz. There's no reason for it to be Liz.
0: Well, Will, I'll tell you why it's Liz. Because Joe, the murderer of TJ, is her uncle. Who
1: can Did we mention that? Did we mention that TJ, who dated the other Travis, who dated her mum, was murdered? Did we mention that? He was merry. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> of course. How can you I were forget? He was so transfixed by, <laughs> by the my performance, flawless accent. Oh my word! <laughs> yes, we did say. Yes, we did. Okay. We did. We did. But so then, it was
0: there's yeah, there's the. Uh, you would think that would be the climax of the book, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where you're wrong. Because now they have dinner and
1: uh, stay overnight, have a little sleep. They've got to wait until the show's on yeah. the next day. You can't, it's not like now, you can't Vivo it or whatever you kids are doing. I just don't understand
0: why she didn't time the kidnap properly. Because
1: logistics are tough when you're committing murders. You wouldn't know, you can only heat her. (laughs) I can only set people on fire at very particular times of day. (laughs) You you can't even burn them, you can only heat Heat, them. Heat, well, you know, sometimes they will just spontaneously combust as well. mildly uncomfortable. I can microwave people. They're hot on the inside,
0: but not on the edge. (laughs) It's still frozen inside. (laughs) So then, the next day, as you say, they watch the soap because Liz is not good at timing. (laughs) And then it turns out that on the soap, the killer is Dane. Not Dane.
1: Bowers!
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be weird. I've always thought that of him. Yes. Uh, He is Cassandra's ex, but on the show... I don't know why I'm pointing at you so much. Cassandra, I feel very strongly about this. Cassandra overpowers him and then Liz gets very upset because that's not what's supposed to happen. Cassandra's supposed to die just like Catherine's going to die. (sighs) Does she? No, she doesn't because Catherine (laughs) has managed to untie her bonds and then uh, she has a fight with Liz. Um, They use a poker and a small table. I love it. Of course they do. It's great. What what else would one use? <laughs> Definitely not a knife, since they're in a kitchen. <laughs> that would be silly. At least they're not using eggs like uh, Trixie. Eggy mess. Eggy mess. And Trixie. Um, so then Catherine wins, armed with her small table. Good, as you would.
1: Four stabby bits. Sm- it's specifically a small table. We oh, don't want it to be big. You won't be able to lift it. <laughs> I could beat you to death with this. No, you couldn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not if I had a poker.
1: Well, I don't know. It functions as a um, what's it called? I really like when what's you make called? visual
0: references.
1: Sorry, and nobody could see us. You know, a shield. Oh. Thank you. No. Functions as a shield and three weapons. Mm.
0: Well, okay, you will win then if you're armed <laughs> with a table. I actually don't have a poker, anyway. Oh, okay, it's fine. So then, just at that moment, Cade and Travis rush in. Uh, it turns out that uh, Catherine is happy to just be friends with them both. Good for her. Friend-zoned. Well, she can kill people, now. So. Well, exactly. <laughs> with a Armed table. Armed with only a table. I don't think she kills Liz. No shame. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a neat setup for a sequel, which thankfully never came. <laughs> Let's do it. You can do it. I like this. I'll just watch. <laughs> oh. Why did I make that sound <laughs> Yeah, disgusting? I know. Oh. It's not,
1: actually. You just... It would be quite weird if you just watched me write. <laughs> 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 I don't think I'd be able to do it very well, either.
0: <laughs> like, watching mm-hmm.
1: someone write is so boring. I'll be watching you write in in the living room When I live there. You creep. (laughs) You actual creep. There we go. The Watcher 2 is you watching me in my my living room. Yeah. But I can't remember which window it is. It's not a good window that we'd be able to see from. I'd have to go and sit in one of the unusual rooms. (laughs) (laughs) That's how
0: fancy you are now. You have unusual rooms. You'll be able to say things like, oh, we don't really use that room. We
1: don't use that wing. God, wow. (laughs)
0: I'll be paying for it for the fucking rest of my life. Will there be a library in that wing and you can give it to me? Like the beast. Oh, well thank you. That's alright. That seed always really bothered me. Yeah, oh look, here's the library. That's not a present. You didn't make it. It was just there.
1: <laughs> you can't give someone something. I'd like a bit of a house. That's a good gift. Think oh, of the value of that. She's already in the house. Think of the value of that window. If her name's on the deed. I don't think he said he would add her to the deeds. <laughs> I think should. Doesn't say
0: that specifically. Okay. Are you ready for my alternate reading? Yes. Okay. The real baddie in this book is patriarchy. As always. As always. I have a threefold argument to go on for this. I'm so glad I'm using my English literature degree. Number one. Unnamed mom's backstory is about men thinking that women owe them because she didn't want to go out with Joe anymore. She wanted to go out with TJ and he couldn't take it. He
1: thought that she owed him love. She, TJ, owed him. I don't get it. It's just a lot of letters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Do you need to lie down? <laughs> Come
1: on. Like gin and
0: tonic. So number two, Catherine and Brittany apparently are in competition. They're competing over Travis Kavanagh, and they're also competing over cheerleading. But it turns out in the end that actually Brittany doesn't want Travis Kavanagh, and actually Catherine doesn't want him either. And they're also not competing over cheerleading. But they're told that they are exactly by patriarchy They are. They think that they're in competition, but they're not at all. So, turns out, weirdly, women don't have to always be in competition with each other. (laughs) Who would have thought?
1: (laughs) But you can be if you want to.
0: No. I mean, you can. Don't. Thirdly, (laughs) thusly, on the soap, Dane says, if I can't have you, no one will. Mm. There we go. You don't own anyone.
1: You don't own her. No. You don't
0: have her. She just chooses to fuck you sometimes. Or not as how relationships in this work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can I also point out <laughs> my favourite pieces of dialogue? Please do. In this book. Okay, <laughs> here's the first one. What's your wife's favourite rose? And then the answer is favors the peace rose, does Vera. Because he's a pirate. Which is <laughs> The weirdest fucking syntax. <laughs> uh, okay, ask me a question about what my wife likes.
1: Uh, what's Annie's favourite dog?
0: Favors the lurcher, does Annie. <laughs> That's how you speak. Not how anybody speaks. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what's David's favourite book? Um, oh, wait, no. What's your partner's favourite book?
1: Favors Treasure Island, does David.
0: <laughs> Yar. <laughs> also, I really like this one. Somebody meant to do her.
1: Fearful harm. <laughs> to do a <her> powerful good.
0: <laughs> Fearful harm. I and mean, then this is my all-time favourite. Here we go. What she means is, she's like telling herself to be quiet. Stifle, she whispered to herself. <laughs> Have you afraid. ever in your life whispered stifle to yourself? Stifle. Stifle. <laughs> stifle. England, stifle. Be quiet, Heather. <laughs> Even then, that's less ridiculous. Then stifle. (laughs) Muffle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Muffle. Weird. It's so weird. Couldn't tell whether that was you or Rosie speaking there. Muffle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to go down a whole train of thought about how that's how lesbians shut each other up. That you just say, great, get your head down there. Oh, Kirsty, Muffle. Kirsty. I'm so gay today. And quite aggressively gay. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Well, best type of gay. Fem in the streets. Butch in the sheets. So, what 90s things have we got?
1: We have camcorders and VCRs. Yeah, a lot of the plot revolves around that. And we also have this. Whoever had written it had probably never taken a typing class. Because <laughs> that hasn't happened since I the year I never taken a typing class. <laughs> Neither have I, because we're millennials. And we were just born typing. Yeah, you just come out the womb with your thumbs
0: typing yeah that's what happened i was just looking at uh, lady reverend rosemary bennett logan has fallen asleep and is chasing she's dreaming rabbits in she's her running sleep. yeah yeah she also does a thing i wonder if it'll get picked up on the podcast where she's like barking in her dream but she's obviously got her mouth shut so she goes <laughs> 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 she's dreaming she's barking <laughs> <laughs> she's sort of like talking in her sleep but barking oh wow yeah oh look at her little feet going up
1: No, I love that you told me off for making visual references, but you're like, look at my dog suit. Nobody can see. Um,
0: Okay, what fashion have we got? I haven't got any. Oh, I got loads. There's (laughs) double
1: denim. As as in life. (laughs) (laughs) There's
0: double denim. I also have chosen outfits for us from this book. Go ahead. Here's yours: black pants and a gold shirt. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. You could so rock a gold shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. And then mine is a full-flared skirt and a rust-coloured blouse. I think you've got that outfit. I have got that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go. We can dress from this book. By the way, that fucking bin lorry's been outside for about 20 minutes now. (laughs) What's it doing? How many bins can there be? Today's
1: just against us, generally. God.
0: Anything that can go wrong. Okay, I think I know what you're going to say here, and I know what I'm going to say here. Do we have a too-stupid-to-love heroine? No. Yes. No. Tell me when she's not stupid. I mean, she... Is she not stupid She's in very trying circumstances. She gets a weird phone call and she literally just whispers help and slides off the couch and crawls next door. That's not
1: stupid, that's melodramatic. That's ridiculous. No human has ever done that. I think I did that. Unless taking the piss. I think I've done that in the last week. Well... All right, then. Hello, mortgage lady? No! No, I can't. <laughs> it's been a hard week.
0: I have actually twice this week, in response to emails, had to put my arms on the desk and just lie my head on them for a second.
1: <laughs> I almost punched a solicitor. I mean, they probably deserved She's it. was very fucking patronising. Oh. Actually, she wasn't the solicitor. She was the desk lady. No need for that. Just no need to be Just, just no need. I don't know. I don't know. I've never done this before. No one fucking tells you how. And it's your job to tell me. I'm sick of being a grown-up. Oh, no, I don't like it. I would like to. Maybe this is why we decided to do this podcast. We can just pretend we're eight. Yeah. Well, well, there's not enough ice cream. Mm. Oh, maybe let's get ice cream.
0: I've got a vegan magnum for you. Oh, my God, yeah, you have. You <laughs> fucking have. Yeah, they're so good. Oh, that's the happiest I've seen you all day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a G and T and I'm yeah. All right, then, I can do
0: that. We've got we've we've and T and Vegan magnums. Yeah! <laughs> Come to our house. Okay, have we got a sexy sociopath? Uh, no, Liz is not really anything. No, and I was, and I was like, does, should it be the boyfriend? Because Travis Kavanagh, despite having an absolutely great, great face... face. Uh, he's just bland as fuck, isn't he? Yeah, he's just. A he could be sign. a lamp.
1: He could be anything. He can be anything you want to, Travis Kavanagh. <laughs> Except that you're nothing. We don't really have a death toll. Mm, no, the roses. Um, that's true. They were already dead. Do you think it's good though? No, uh, no, I don't think it's good. I do. I. It was like. It was I, the most fun I've had I reading. I thought it was really disappointed.
0: D- disappointing. I really wanted it to be like this super camp metafiction where the sort of soap and the real would like align really cleverly and it sort of started out like that, like I really liked her saying, like pretending that she was in a soap and her saying, oh I played that scene well because I feel like life does that sometimes, like I was going to tell you a story about when I was younger in my early 20s and I was seeing this girl called Suze and it was going alright until it wasn't and it really hurt me a lot and uh, so I was like, great, get back on the horse. Get back, get back on the lesbian. So I went out and met a new girl, right? And then her name was, guess what? Suze. Yes. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that didn't really work out. And I was like, okay, <laughs> get back on the lesbian. Um, and then I uh, got myself on internet dating and met someone super cool. We really hit it off, uh, got chatting, and then we were going to meet up. Guess what her name was? Suze. Susie. <laughs> On the plus side, Susie and I did end up going out for five years, but I was like, is this a fucking joke? You would never write that in a book. <laughs> no, that's that someone awful. it just happened to go out with three people with the exact same fucking name. <laughs> but, you know, life's like that sometimes. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. So I quite liked that, but then it just got dropped, like, a quarter of the way in. It just fell apart. No. I'm it not did. It. Come on, the middle is so boring and the end is just stupid.
1: No, I'm giving it a four
0: you're wrong i'm gonna give it a two just out of spite
1: oh i know you weren't gonna give it a two before (laughs) i'm changing my mind well fine we're not agreeing we're not doing the middle thing i'm having four and you're having two all right then deal i'll give it a two for good bad because it could be good badderer
0: yeah i wanted it to be way more good badderer good worse yeah good (laughs) worse yeah that's what i wanted okay oh well would we recommend
1: it uh well i would (laughs) I mean, I thought it was fun. I just thought it wasn't as good as it could have been. All oh, right, not camp enough for Kirsty Logan. I feel like it could be the whole fucking world. With mm-hmm. <laughs> all my reviews from now on, In- um, insufficient camp. If you thought that this one was back and forth through the same shit, wait until we get to the beach house by R.L. Stein, which is our next week's book. Will it finally be a robot Stein book that we like? Spoilers: No. <laughs> <laughs> it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Although a lot of people in Goodreads seem to like it. They're wrong. They were like, this is one of my favourite ones. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, you're wrong. You're but so sometimes wrong. it's nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of times. Uh, but. Me, well, how's then... that bin lorry still there? Is it waiting for Robot Stone to climb in? <laughs> what is happening? Is it broken down? And <laughs> <laughs> <They're> not <laughs> having my vegan magnum. I just thought, we can take him mm. tea. And I thought, not the ice cream. Nope. Um, how can people get uh, to us? <laughs> Get at us. How do this people? Is, you're making this sound so disturbing. How do people get more of us until we do Peach House? Peach House? <laughs> you really need that magnum so
0: badly. I need sugar. It's been a week, hasn't it? You know what I'm trying to get to. Oh, pal. OK. They can chat to us, maybe send us some like, cute dog pictures to, yeah. to cheer Heather up. They can tweet us at teenage scream underscore, or they can find us on Instagram at teenage scream pod.
1: Or you can support the podcast by giving us um, a coffee's worth of money.
0: <laughs> wow, that sounded weird.
1: Uh, at patreon.com slash teenage scream podcast. Um, and then you'll get uh, an additional, you get a gift. No, yeah, special you get a special gift. Yeah, a cool mm-hmm. gift. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Oh, you sounded like such an old lady.
1: (laughs) It's cool, fellow young people. And you get another hour to an hour and a half of us bitching about Christopher Pike. Usually, usually with gin. Yeah, usually with gin and swears. Um, And if you can't do any of that, we do swears on this fucking one. I know we swear more swears. Uh, Sorry, Mum. There'll be a lot of swearing next week. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm so annoyed already. Excited. We'll see you then. Bye.